Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. Ladies and gentlemen, Melinda is about to come on and rock your world, teaching you how to reinvent yourself through travel and adventure and have fun and enjoy the process. So definitely stick around if that's something that's exciting for you. There's going to be a ton of value and wisdom to help you adventure into your own life and be your greatest possible self. Before we dive into the interview with Melinda, I want to tell you that you are amazing. Keep showing up. Keep choosing to become your greatest possible self. Keep investing your time and your energy into these positive inspirational sources of wisdom, of storytelling, of these human beings who are becoming their greatest possible selves. Whether it's here on the 12-Hour Marathon, the podcast, whether it's other podcasts, other shows, other things, coaching, seminars, events, people, relationships that are helping you become your GPS, keep going. Keep growing and just know that you are amazing, okay? Next up is the iTunes review of the week. This week, it's by Mr. Joshua Lizek. And Joshua says, there's personal development and then there's GPS. Chris, I loved your chat with Martha. Every tip to build rapport with romantic partners works in business. In love, you want yes. So it is in sales. Thank you for bringing on guests whose advice applies to 99.99% of life. P.S. You are so high energy, I feel the room come alive as I listen, 100%. Thank you so much, Joshua. You are the man. And for you out there listening, if you want to get a chance to get shouted out all day long and thanked and appreciated for tuning into the marathon, you do that by going and leaving a review on beergpscom forward slash iTunes or search Greatest Possible Self on the Apple Podcast Store and you will get entered into the drawing, so to speak, to get shouted out all day long on a future 12-hour live stream. So uh, I couldn't do this without you out there tuning in, the audience, as well as the epic guests who are on here. Uh, so definitely subscribe to keep getting all the updates, to stay tuned in, stay plugged in. Let us know what your biggest takeaways are, your biggest breakthroughs from the marathon. I'd love to see those and shout those out on social media. So I'd love to hear what those are from you. And you can also tag me on Instagram at I am millionaire Chris. Facebook.com forward slash TH3 Burns, or just shoot me a message, okay? I'm going to introduce Melinda in just a second here. Before that, though, grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, be ready to take notes because you're going to learn how to reinvent yourself and your life with these powerful strategies of adventure and fun and expansion, traveling the world. So stay tuned. It's going to be a fiery, spicy interview and a lot of fun, definitely. Let's introduce Melinda, and then we will bring her on the screen because we did a, a, a retreat special, 12-hour live stream retreat special a couple weeks back, and I wanted to get Melinda on because she's all about travel and helping people to experience this. Melinda worked in corporate America for 25 years before she went on to open her own business, Winner Destination. For the past nine years, she's helped many people go on their dream vacation by sharing her knowledge of visiting over 70 countries and most of the United States. She takes great joy when her clients return home and let her know how much they loved what she planned. She has recently expanded to offering 
wine and culinary tools tours all over the world. She continuously attends webinars and conferences to keep up to date on the latest news and trends. Melinda is also currently working on her certified travel associate with the Travel Institute. She is an expert for Europe, Caribbean, Hawaii, Alaska, South America, Australia, Africa, and parts of Asia. Her motto is, every place I have never been is a place I want to go. And we are blessed to have Melinda with us here today. Melinda, are you ready to rock the house, Superwoman? Yes, I am. Thank you. Yes, you are. All right. We are live on Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. Thank you for being here, Melinda. And we're going to dive right into the theme of today, which is an extraordinary life. Melinda, what does an extraordinary life mean to you? To me, be to have an extraordinary life is being able to to travel. Travel mm-hmm. is a huge, huge part of my life. It always has been, even before I was a travel agent. I love going out, exploring, meeting new people, and trying new things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So great. I love it. I love that to be able to travel, to experience these different parts of the world, gives you so much perspective. It just it just has you see what's available in life. And for the people who stay in like a small little bubble for most of their life and never really get to see those things, I feel like it's a missed opportunity to really go discover ourselves, go connect with other people, other places, and really get to experience that sense of aliveness. So I, I agree, Melinda. I think traveling is, is amazing. And I want to talk to you a little bit more about your travel agency and what you got going on and how you're helping people to take these, these dream trips, these, uh, these winter destination trips. Tell us a little bit more about that and what you're doing today. So I help people who want to go out and go on a vacation, but they don't really know where to start. Mm. So they might come to me with an idea of, let's say, going to Italy. Italy is very, very popular for people who first want to go out and travel. Mm. And I'll set them up uh, on the normal tour, you know, Rome, Florence, and Venice. And I'll give them their train tickets and their tours and their airfare and their hotels. But basically what I do for them is I make it seamless. Mm. So they know what they're going to do every day. They've helped plan it. But they just go from one thing to the next to the next. And they don't have to stress over anything. So they have bought their tickets in advance. They don't have to wait hours in line to get into, you know, to the Vatican, let's say. Um, they, they just, they have it all seamless. And I get so many compliments back from the clients that I help saying, thank you so much for a stress free vacation. That's, that's amazing. I think some people like really want to be in control and have everything figured out and like dialed into their, their trip. So it is stress-free. And some people are more like, oh, I'm just going to wing it and see what happens and see where the winds take me. You're definitely for the people who are like, hey, I want a great experience and I want someone who can help me to make sure and ensure that this is going to be a phenomenal experience. Because you've been to all these places. You've experienced it. You can help them have the experiences. You're like, I know what that's like. I know what it's like to stand there in the Coliseum. I know what it's like to taste these foods, to go to these restaurants, to you know stay at these hotels. Like I want people to experience that if they come to me and say, like, here's what I want. And I feel it's in alignment and congruent with their desires. Absolutely. And you know, we can always build free time into the itinerary too. So it doesn't all have to be, you know, planned out so nicely. Yeah. You know, 
Yeah. So it can be both. It's a good good mix of both. I love it. I love That's that you right. added, added that. That's great, Melinda. So let's go back. Let's go back into your journey, Melinda, and talk about um, where did this this desire to travel, where did that really begin for you? You know, it, it's funny you should say that. You know, I, I never really realized when I became a travel advisor that I had had this bug for so long. Mm. It goes back to when I was even just in junior high and I wanted to be a flight attendant or a stewardess as they were known back then. And, you know, and it was just for the same reason, just to go out and to have that, that freedom to fly everywhere. And I kind of, you know, it's kind of ironic that that was the first thing I've ever wanted to do in your life. You know, mm. you say, oh, what do I want to be when I grow up? Oh, I want to be a flight attendant, you know. So I've always wanted to to go out and explore um, to, to see new destinations. So when I became unemployed, um, um, I decided to start my own business mm. and I took some courses in how to become a travel agent. And so I could go out and at least be on the right path, you know, um, and it's taken a lot of turns and curves since then, but you know, it's been fun. It's been what an exploring thing to do. Wow. That's amazing. I love it. So your, your career, did your career empower you to be a travel advisor? Did you have experience in that? Or did you just say, Hey, I'm going for this. This is something I, I really want to do. And your previous career didn't really have anything to do with it. Well, no, that's not true. So um, I was lucky enough to be in corporate marketing. Mm -hmm. And when I was in corporate marketing, I was able to to do our events, our customer events and our trade shows. And they were all over the world. So it was great because I got to travel to a few of them. And then my husband and I loved to travel on top of that. So we traveled quite a bit, too. So between all of that, I had already had quite a few countries coming into being a travel agent. And, you know, you have to, even though you've been there before, you still have to go in with a travel agent mind, mm. um, you know, just uh, to go back to when you were first there, how did you learn how to explore and mm. um, what kind of help did you need and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, even though I did a lot of it before, you know, I still have to think of it a little bit differently when I relate that to my clients. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's great. So you did the events and that really had you give you an opportunity to build the skill of planning events, planning travel, planning experiences so that people would have a great time. And when you transferred into being a travel advisor, that was like, hey, like, let's go back to the to the beginning when I first experienced these these places. And what was it like for me? What did I really love and enjoy? What what felt like a new experience that I wanted to keep with me forever? And I wanted to keep remembering because it was so meaningful and important. And how can I replicate that in my clients lives when they go and travel? you you hit it right there yes yeah, yeah. yes That's and that brings me such joy you know i'm friends with them on facebook you know and i get to see their pictures mm. when they're out on vacation and i go oh i helped plan that you know yeah. kind of a thing so and they're they're loving it you know they're sharing it with everybody and it just brings you great joy to know that you brought joy to other people yeah Definitely. And I want to I want to link this traveling and, um, you know, working with you and getting to see and experience the world with reinventing ourselves. Because I know that's a, a big focus of today's conversation, enjoying what we're doing in the process, loving what we're doing. It's also about like reinventing ourselves and, and how travel and adventure play a role in that. Um, so I think that when you travel, 
you get to see another way of life. Mm. You get to see how other people live, how what they eat, what they do, um, that kind of thing. So then when you come back, you can maybe have a greater appreciation of what you do have. Um, but you also have to be appreciative of the fact that you're able to travel. Yeah. You know, some people can't travel. So it it just, I, I just think that travel makes you be a better person. Um, it, it, you learn a lot about yourself when you're mm-hmm. on a journey and maybe it has just a few hiccups along the way, but you know, it's the journey, you know, it's not always the destination. Sometimes it's the journey that makes us grow and we learn more about ourselves. Yeah. I love how you said that about the, the hiccups. I'm sure that there's, you know, sure, sure that happens just on just about everyone's adventure and journey. I'm curious, how do you yes. empower and remind your clients to deal with those things? Like, what do you say to them or, or remind them of when before they go on the trip that helps them prepare for something unexpected? Well, they know that I'm always here for them. So if they get stuck, you know, they know that they can always call me, email me or whatever. Um, I can usually do something. I have gotten on the phone before um, with with suppliers or something and just said, hey, look, you know, this is happening to my client. What can you do to make mm-hmm. their, you know, their stay more enjoyable? Um, so I've had that happen. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm here. So but, you know, what you really have to remember is that you just have to have patience. Mm. Um, you know, you're, you are going, most, most people are going international and not everybody speaks English. Um, number one, number two, not everybody does things the American way. Um, and that's what you really, you have to remember that that's what you're going there to enjoy. Okay. So if you're going there to enjoy it, then take it all in. Mm. Okay. It'll probably work out. You know, it may not be the best way, but let me tell you, you have a story when you come home. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Yes, Monday. a story. Mm-hmm. We were, we were just me and my girlfriend Petty. We were just in Bali, and on our yes. way back, we got to um, stop in China in Shaman. Mm-hmm. And Mm -hmm. uh, got to go like just explore a little bit. We had a hotel room. And I know that like she was kind of frustrated with the lack of English speaking uh, in these international airports because she flew around Europe a lot. And Mm -hmm. she felt like Europe, European airports, international airports, uh, Mm -hmm. everyone pretty much had that at least basic English understanding. And in China, the places that we went to, some of them like they didn't understand uh, English at all. And I'm like, you know, hey, like it's okay. I'm I'm not like so egotistical or righteous to say everyone needs to speak English even even in an international airport like I think that's something that we take for granted that you know everyone has to do it our way and so I just we just get to have that compassion uh, for ourselves and for other people and say hey we're going to do our best to figure it out may not be as smooth or as quick or as easy as we'd like to but how do we go with the flow how do we do our best with what we got do we need a translator tool do we um, you know ask for support in other ways or show them pictures it's like being resourceful and just having fun in the process is so important on uh, yes. on any adventure yes i agree yeah yeah 
It's that's so cool. And um, I'm glad you had a great time on your trip. Oh my gosh, it was it was it was so incredible. And uh, you know, I think for for you, something I can attest to is when you have someone who is like a let's say a local or a guide who who knows the place, who's experienced it before. It's so much better than going and trying to wing it and and even like looking things up on on Google or whatever whatever search engine or TripAdvisor or whatever it might be. Like even looking for the ratings and reviews to go with recommendations, I think it's just, it's so much more fun. It's so much more like easy and like less stressful to to have someone who says, Hey, I know who you are. Here's what I would recommend based on what you've communicated with me about what you want versus saying, well, I I think this is what I want. I'm going to go Google it. And I'm going to hope that what I want is what I find on Google. And I I think like having someone who, who knows how to guide us is super important, Melinda. Well, I also think that you you should use a travel advisor because not only they they've spent a lot of time and yeah. education, they go to conferences, they go to they on webinars all the time, but we know the suppliers mm. in the most cases. So let's just pretend for a second you were on a Royal Caribbean cruise. Well, guess what? I happen to know the Royal Caribbean guy. You know, so if you had a problem, I could get on the phone right away and call him and he could probably help me make it right for you. You know, what are you what are how are you going to know that Royal Caribbean guy when you just did it on Google searches? You know, <laughs> so, you know, use the, the talent and the expertise yeah. that somebody has spent a lot of time cultivating and and they want to use it for you, you know, to make you have a great time. Yeah. You know, I I know there's a a mindset out there of like, I'll do it myself. I'll look on Google. And some people might think that that is like a a cheaper, more, you know, financially easy way to go. I'm curious, what are your thoughts on when someone says, hey, you know, I'd rather just like go with the budget and the lowest budget possible to get this this um, experience and I'll I'll go figure it out. What do you what do you caution against with that kind of an approach? So I have two things to say to that. You know, sometimes, you know, you can you can call up, you know, the Royal Caribbean Carnival, any of them, and you want to book your own cruise. And you think that that might be easy and it might be, you know, but if you went through a travel advisor, guess what? If you book a celebrity cruise this month, you get free gratuities. Wow. Wow. You're going to get that off the Internet? No. You know, so there's reasons why you really want to use a travel agent. Mm. Um, again, it goes back to the experience and what, what value add we can add to that for you. You know, um, maybe we stayed at a great hotel, mm. you know, and we want to, you know, we set our clients up in these hotels and they absolutely loved it, you know? So we just want to, you know, give that back. Yeah. Plus, plus I think, especially for newer travelers, there's a lot of things that we might not expect as, uh, you know, parts of the travel. Like even if, if uh, you know, we, we stopped in China on the way to Bali and also on the way back, we didn't know that like you need a, a visa to be able yes. to stay in China if we wanted to stay there longer. And like if we had to run into any issues with visas or passports and like we just weren't prepared because we didn't know any better, like that right. could have totally been avoided if we had a professional who was guiding us, asking us yes. the questions because you 
you know what to look out for. You know what the yes. biggest challenges and, and hiccups are so that we can avoid those. And, and you know, I, I've heard people who didn't have their passport when they were boarding a cruise and they had to forfeit the entire cruise. They didn't get any of their money yes. back. And it's like, ah, right. oh, I, I would be so frustrated. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, or you need to have, you know, sometimes your passport has to not expire for six months. Yep. You know, did you know that? You know, mm. so, you know, so to get into those countries. So you do need somebody unless you're really savvy at it, of course, you know, but yeah, yeah we do come in handy. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's, there's so much depth to the different areas that you can, you can support your clients with. I think it's, it's really cool. Um, so tell us a little bit more about the, the advising of your clients. Like where do they usually start with you? What, what's the process to, to book a trip or something like that? How would they get involved and have a conversation with you about that, Melinda? So what they would do is they would call me and like, for instance, those, that couple that I sent to Italy, they knew they wanted to go to Italy, um, but they didn't know where they wanted to go in Italy. Mm. So I did a few suggestions with them, but I also talked to them. So I got their feedback. What are you looking for? What kind of accommodations do you want? Do you want to go on a really low budget or are you willing to splurge? You know, what, do you want to wait in line? Do you want to make it just be, you know, do your own thing? You don't want any chores, those kind of things. But it's, it, what it comes down to is you really have to talk to your client and they have to be able to tell you anything. And then you take that feedback and then you custom something. So then you custom it and you send it to them and they go, I like this. I don't like that. And then again, it's, it's back and forth. You know, my feelings and I'm sure most travel advisors are not, their feelings are not hurt. Mm, Okay. We want to give you the perfect thing. So we might come up with a suggestion you know, but then, you know, if you want to do something different or you've talked to somebody and they say, oh, you need to do blah, 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 you know, we want to be able to add that for you. Yeah. So, but basically to, that relationship is just, a, it's a, it's a give and take on both sides. We, we want to listen to you and we want to be able to give you back what we heard you say. Mm. Yeah. That's, that's so important is to make sure that the message delivered is the message received. And right. you, you do that by, by saying, okay, is this what you want? Or the, like, I'm going to explain it in the best of my ability. And you can only, you can, you can do so much on a call, uh, so to speak on a, on a consultation call mm-hmm. and say, okay, here's what I understood. You said, I'm going to go ahead and put together a proposal. And then you get back the proposal. And then from there, you've detailed out a lot more things that people can, can say, yes, I really love this or veto certain things and say, no, I want this changed a little bit. And then that's, that's, a really powerful place to create the experience from and you know all the the different uh, nooks and crannies that that need to be explored to be able to have the experience that that um you know someone who's traveling really wants to have right and i'm sure when you were in bali you probably wanted to do something that maybe the normal person doesn't do when they go to bali right you want to do that one off thing and so it's really helpful to have a person, you know, that is a travel advisor that can go to a supplier and say, Hey, my, my, my client's really looking for something off the map. You know, Mm. they want to do something, you know, so, you know, so different than everybody else. And they come up with ideas for you. And then we can give those suggestions to you as well. So, I mean, that's just, sometimes you can't find that, you know, or Mm. you don't have those, um, what I want to say that support, uh, you know, uh, looking at Google, you know, you're just 
Adam calling, you know, yeah. but maybe the supplier calls, you know, then Adam can get what Adam wants, you yep. know, kind of a yep. thing. So, yeah. That's, that's great. I love it. I love it. And I think it, for people who are really great at building um, connections and relationships, like I know we we relied on asking locals for a lot of um, guidance and support. But what what better way to be? What what better way to do it than to have someone who's like on the outside, kind of in the in the command center, so to speak, making sure that all the connections, all the right advisors, even on the ground, when the when someone's doing the re, uh, experience or the retreat or the travel or whatever it might be, mm-hmm. um, that they are getting the connections and the conversations that they need. I think that the role that you play is super super important, so that people feel supported and they don't feel alone. Because I, I think a lot of people would struggle. In in knowing who to ask and how to ask to get what they want to go. And in some countries, they might not even be able to, in the same language, ask those things. Right, right. It can be complicated. Yeah. 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 So I think this has been a really great conversation and I want to talk about the enjoyment of life because I know that was a big part of, of you know, transitions, yes. reinventing yourself. Tell us a little bit more about how enjoyment plays a part in um, what you do, how you deliver for your clients. So I, I had this job back when I was in my early forties mm-hmm. and it was a very, very stressful job. Mm-hmm. And I became somebody I didn't really like. I, I was more short with people um, or I would meet people and they would go, what have you done lately? And I'd mm-hmm. go work. I've only worked. <laughs> and I didn't really like that. And so I really became a proponent of, you work hard, but you better play hard too. Yes. You know, so it has to be, it has to be both. Um, you, we work hard in life. Um, and I believe that travel can bring you some of that joy yeah. back. Um, it's, it can be relaxing. Nobody says you have to go to Europe and go, 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 go. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can set you up at an all inclusive where pretty much everything is done for you, right? All you have to do is show up and go to the pool and relax, (laughs) you know, and they'll bring you the drinks, you know? So again, you have to have both parts in your life. Mm. You know, it cannot be unbalanced. Um, Or I think that if it is unbalanced, you're just, you know, when you get to that point, you're just, you know, when you're ready to don't wait until you retire. You know, that's what I hear a lot too. You know, people want to wait till they retire and they'll have all this time and then not saying it's going to happen to you, but you die, you mm-hmm. know, before you really have a chance or, um, illness takes over, you know, and you, and you'll look back and you go, I wish I would have, you know, when I could have, you know, because we're in our best age right now and probably able to travel. And so you should do it now and not wait. Yeah, and it's like the quality of life too. Like how yes. how how much are you gonna get out of the experience in twenty, thirty, forty years when you retire versus now? And I think to mm-hmm. to really reflect on those memories and even in terms of personal growth, I think a lot of people who are tuning into the show now who are in travel itself and, and having these mm-hmm. these shifts and these ahas and kind of waking up to what life is really all about instead of this constant rat race or, you know, being on the hamster wheel and you can really start to get some perspective when you do this travel and adventure. Yes. I, I agree with you yet again. Yes. Yes. This is great. I love Isn't it, it great when somebody agrees with you? Yes. <laughs> it's yes. Just easy. Life's easy. Yes. Yeah, life is easy. Yeah. Just take a trip. 
Yeah. <laughs> It'll all be better. This is so good. So good. Um, so can you tell us a little bit more about um, if, if someone has a challenge in, in their traveling, you know, how do you make sure that you, you make it right? I know you said like you can contact suppliers. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else, any other ch- types of challenges that people can look out for or how you would be able to support your clients if they came across certain types of challenges? Um, I just had this other client. Um, they went over to Italy, another client, and the airline went on strike. Wow. Which happens a lot in Europe. A lot wow. of airlines go on strike in Europe. Um, so they, she didn't really reach out to me until she got back. And she did some homework on her own. And she told me that um, that sometimes airlines will cover some cost. Mm-hmm. And so I really went to bat with her. She didn't really plan anything else with me, just her airfare. Yeah. So I really didn't know a lot of things of what was going on and things. But anyways, so when she got back, she sent me an email and I got on and let me tell you, I, I went in circles trying to find somebody that could finally help her. Yeah. Um, but you have somebody like that in a travel advisor that will go to bat for you um, you know, to help you get your money back. So even though I really didn't plan very much with her mm. and I didn't realize that she lost out on her hotel and things like that, I still wanted to help her. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, hopefully you, you've picked somebody who's, you know, ethical and who has the right values. Yeah. Um, and that will help you with your journey along the way. Mm. Um, but that's usually, I mean, there's really not, a lot of hiccups per se, um, that happen. Um, no, at least not for my clients right, so right. far I've crossed my fingers and hope it keeps that way. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's yeah. great. in terms of the other side, like what, what are some other things that you do questions that you ask, um, details that you get up front to make sure that it's a, a great experience for your clients. So let's say, for instance, you wanted to go to, let's just make it up, uh, Disneyland. Okay. okay. You want to go to Orlando. Um, I'm going to ask you, what are you looking for out of your trip in Disneyland? Mm-hmm. Are you looking to to be at Disneyland, you know, at the when the sun starts coming up, Crack you know, and, and getting it on in there, you know? Or, you know, do you just want to be able to come and go? Or what are you, what are you looking for, you mm-hmm. know? Um, I'm going to ask you what your best, your best vacation is describe it to me. You know, Mm -hmm. what was your best vacation? And based on what you say, I can take tidbits out of it and I can pick the perfect place for you. You know, Mm -hmm. I like it, you know, like somebody could say, you know, I had the perfect trip and I went into the hotel. They knew me by name. You know, they knew exactly what I wanted. You know, it was luxury, right? Well, then I know that they're not going to want to stay at a motel six, you know? So I'm just saying, I mean, I know that's an exaggeration, but, you know, you just really, you just have them talk. And the more they talk, the more you gain from what they have to say. And then you ask a question or two, and then that gets them started again, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, But yeah, you just, it's, again, it comes down to listening. Yeah. Yeah, that's powerful. I think that's mm-hmm. that's so critical in any in any service, any you know, being a professional to to service, give a service a product or whatever it might be, like listening and making sure that you understand what the client's desires are, as well as potential frustrations or pain points, things to definitely stay away from or design an experience or make sure it's a good fit so that right. it's uh, in alignment with what they want, what they want to create. And right. Or they, you important. know, maybe these people, you know, they don't want to 
pack and unpack and pack and unpack. Well, then maybe a cruise is for them, you mm. know, where the cruise, then you just unpack once and you go to all these destinations, yeah. you know? So you just, you have to listen to what they're saying so that you can pick the best option for them mm. because you want them to be happy, right? If they're not happy, they're not going to come back to you. And not only that, you know, you're sad. I'm sad if somebody doesn't have a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like it's, it's a, you know, one of those once in a lifetime opportunities where we know what's, what's possible, the potential of how magical it can be. And if something like went wrong, it's like, man, that, that would be a bummer that they didn't get the most out of that experience for, for whatever reason. So I really love how you listen up front to make sure that you design an experience that, that really caters to, to, you know, what's, what's important to them. And, you know, from start to finish, even if someone says, Hey, you know, I want to go to wherever Bali and it's going to be like lots of mosquitoes and heat, but this person doesn't like heat and they don't like mosquitoes. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> you're probably going strong, right? strongly recommend <laughs> that's, you probably don't want to go. <laughs> right, right, right. Let me make mm-hmm. another suggestion of a much right. more, uh, you know, suiting place for you. So I think that's, that's really cool. And Melinda, I want to ask about your own travel experience from the time you started your own um, advising business mm-hmm. till today. How have you seen your own travel adventures and experiences how have you seen those evolve in terms of what you value or the types of trips you go on how has that changed over time i um like most people i like to do something different Hmm. something that other people haven't done whereas back when i was you know I, i i mean i think people are different today none that were back when I was young but you know before you know I was happy just doing a tour maybe let's say mm. um, and today I may not be so happy doing a tour um, I I just think that you know that's a really that's kind of a hard question um, you just I don't know. Help me out here. Chris. Yeah, yeah. So, so this is great. <laughs> I'm going to give you an example for me in, in okay. my, you know, ten years or so of of really traveling, fifteen maybe. Um, when I was younger, I would all I wanted to do was play video games on trips. My oh. my whole focus was I don't want to be here. I'd rather be somewhere else. I'd rather be back at home. I'd rather mm-hmm. you know be doing something else. And I didn't really truly value the experience. And especially over the last five years, I've had this this desire to go see and explore the world, and especially the aspect of growing myself um, mm-hmm. and and becoming more conscious, more aware, more wise by seeing different cultures has become a much bigger priority because my one of my top values today is growth and is also love. And that brings connection. I want to connect at such a deep level with people. I want to have these meaningful presence experiences. And so my my travels and adventures have evolved completely 180 yes. to basically not wanting to go to today. Like it's it's one of the things that fulfills me the most. You know, that is very true. Um, I'm glad you pointed that out. You know, I was just in India in September and they loved when we came over to visit. I was with a, a little group and they would want to have their pictures taken with us, mm. you know. So they were they love too. people love when you come visit their country yes. um, because they think that they've got a lot to show and they've accomplished a lot in their country, too. They, they want you to see and they're proud of it. Um, so it goes both ways, too, that, you know, you're happy to be there, but they're mostly happy, too, that you're there. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. So you really you've really seen 
that that's something that you can enjoy with them. Whereas yes. before, maybe it was like, hey, what can I experience for myself? Yeah. What can I enjoy? And then you started yeah. saying, hey, how can I hear the joy in, in a mm-hmm. local's you know, pride and excitement of being in their home place, hometown, home continent, country, mm-hmm. whatever, and like experience that with them? Right. Cause you know, probably before it would have been, you want to take your picture with me? Why would you want to do that? But then, <laughs> but you can just, but now you look at them, you know, and you see such joy yeah. that there's somebody there and they want to take your picture and you go, wow, okay. Somebody wants to take my picture. That's great. You know? So awesome. And, and then they just have the biggest smile on their face and they'll hand you their baby. You know, they want you to hold their baby and take a picture. And I don't know from those little things, I think from those little tidbits that they just bring you joy in a different way than they probably did when I was younger. Yeah. You know, I think you just appreciate more and, and the differences that are in people, I think you come to, to accept those and, and, and say, that's a part of life, you mm-hmm. know? And, and I don't think I had that appreciation, you know, once upon a time, you know, and in India, I was really amazed too, that, you know, you could have a, a, a Muslim church, uh, and then you could have a Hindu and then you could have, um, something else, but these people all, they all got along. You know, and it was just kind of neat to see that they didn't really care what religion you were. They each respected each other and everybody just got along. And that was just, I don't know, kind of a revelation uh, a little bit, you know, but it was also heartwarming to see that we really can all just get along, even though we're different. We see so much like segregation and separation here in the United States and in media and stuff. It's like to go see that there's, there's these completely like different philosophies about life and they're coexisting Mm -hmm. right next to each other, loving each other, cooperating and Mm -hmm. living happy, peace-filled lives. Right. You know, and they might know a little bit about America. What's funny is they usually know the president, right? So whether it was, you know, President Obama or if it's President Trump, you know, they'll always ask you your opinion, you know, because they get, you know, one side of things, you know, and it could be on anything, you know, but it's kind of neat that you get to ask them questions too about their culture, you know, so why, why, you know, we do this here, but you do this here. Why do you do it that way? You know, Mm. and it's like, you know, I don't know. It's just, it's fun to learn. Yeah. I I believe in learning. I had a driver in Bali who was like so Mm -hmm. proud that President Obama came to visit Bali and like tour, tour the sites and culture and, you know, stay at more Mm -hmm. upscale places and also go into more of the rural villages and like kind of visit those types of people as well. He's like so proud Mm -hmm. of it. I was like, it's awesome, you know? (laughs) Yes. They like to show off their country. Yes. Yes. (laughs) That's great. So uh, it's really, really powerful. I'm loving this conversation, Melinda. And for anyone who has questions for Melinda, if you want to find out about your own travel experience, definitely connect with her, send her a message. Uh, you'll be able to do that in the show notes and, and you know, just messaging her on Facebook as well. Uh, but this is, this is really great. Take a screenshot of this conversation. We'd love to hear what your biggest takeaway is so far with Melinda and I. Uh, I'm really loving this. And Melinda, I want to ask about your transition from corporate America into building your own business. And I want to hear like, what were some of the biggest lessons that you learned about starting your own, your own company? 
you know, I was lucky uh, when I was in corporate America. Um, I had many different jobs. So I got to see how a business is run from many different angles. You know, I, I worked with finance very closely. Um, I worked with operations very closely and engineering, that kind of thing. So it was it was nice from that standpoint so that when I started my own company, I I had my background to fall back on. Mm -hmm. But the the one thing that you had to kind of get used to is, you know, I'm a company of one. Mm -hmm. um, some people aren't just a company of one. They have several people, yep. but I'm just one person. And so sometimes I miss that, that give and take that you get at a company atmosphere, right? You can bounce ideas off of somebody. Yep. Um, and but there's really, sometimes when you're all by yourself, there's really nobody to bounce ideas off of. Of course, I have my husband, but, you know, he may not, you know, technically get it because he's not really in the industry either, you know. Right. So it's a little bit harder. But, you know, there's mentors and people like that that you can you can go to. But, you know, it, that was one of the hardest parts is that, you know, realizing that you could run it any way you wanted to, right? You didn't have already a standard operating procedure that you had to follow. Um, you weren't going to get audited on that. You know, you, you really have yourself to, to blame or to give credit for when things work out, yeah. you know, and I, and I believe that, you know, everything is a learning experience, meaning that I did certain things when I first started my business mm -hmm. that I don't do today. But it's, you know, and I, and I don't do it today because the ROI wasn't there, hmm. you know, so you have to be able to realize that once you set a plan in place, that if it's not working for you, you need to kind of like make it jog a little bit, you know, yeah. make it go right, set a left, you know, and Pivot, change it yeah. up a little bit, yeah. you know, and you have to be able to realize what works for you, you know, what maybe would have worked, you know, 10 years ago, is not working today? Um, because you're dealing with a different age group of people too, mm. you know, so you really, you just, I don't know, it's just, it's a whole learning experience, but I've been very blessed, very lucky to have that corporate experience to go back on, you know, because I learned a lot. So great. I, I love it. I love hearing the wisdom in where you were taking the lessons from there applying it to the best of your ability, just diving into building your own company, your own sole proprietorship with you being the, the master in chief, master mm -hmm. and commander, leading the, the ship, so to speak, or the plane. Uh, it's really, really powerful. And also, I know that a phase that you are really strengthening these days is the wine and culinary tours as well. Can you tell us a little bit more about why that was a, a pivot for you and something that you wanted to go deeper into? Oh, of course. So um, I've always had wine as a passion. So mm -hmm. even before I was a travel agent, my husband and I, it, if we would travel someplace new, we would want to try the wine. Um, so that was always there. So um, I became a member of um, the San Diego County Vintners Association, which has over 142 wineries here in San Diego County. Wow. Believe it or not, it's a lot of wineries. Mm -hmm. And so I started working with them. And you know, I've been with them now for four or five years and I've become very involved with them. I help plan their events and do different things. And now finally the wineries are looking at me and going, oh, maybe I do want to form a member trip and take them someplace, you know, some wine region, someplace else. Yeah. And I think it's great that you can partner with people. And, you know, even though they may know wine, you may know wine 
a little bit better in a different location than yeah. them, you know, or have the contacts. And so it's kind of neat. It's, it's starting to form and it's, it's really starting to pay back. And it brings me again, joy to see that something that I thought could work and it worked. Mm. Um, and then I also met um, the edible San Diego person and it's a magazine that comes out um, every quarter and she started to have culinary events. And so I said, you know what? I want to be a part of that. And so I helped sponsor that. So I went to her event last week and I got to meet these people who love to go places and try the culinary, try the food. Well, that's a perfect thing for me, right? Mm -hmm. I do the travel. I, I can put the two and two together. And so, of course, to me, wine and food are definitely paired together. Yep. So I just started offering something that is a passion of mine. Mm. Um, and I'm not saying, you know, other things aren't a passion, but you know, it's, you know, people who like to do uh, honeymoons or something like that. I'm not saying I can't do a honeymoon, but there's people that specialize in that. You know, I like to, to do wine and food tours and I have, you know, prospects all over and I would love just to put something together and, you know, get a small group together. Um, you'd be surprised how economical it can be to form your own itinerary and put it together and do what you like to do. That's awesome. I love it. I love how you took your your passions and put them into how can I serve people who also love these things and get even more joy out of it, right? Get even more right. joy out of the work that you do because you can you can put yourself in their shoes saying, I know what it's like to get a good glass of wine or taste these different mm -hmm. wines and learn about mm -hmm. the history of the of the area and taste these different foods and get to experience mm -hmm. these different cultures. I think is really, really cool. And mm -hmm. I also know that um like being able to niche down into something and say, Hey, I want to be an expert at this. That's what really has you stand out in the marketplace, right? Like right. you said, you could do these honeymoon uh, tours and, and book those, those travels and those trips. Yes. Like, yes, you can. And what brings you the most joy uh, and, and really discover that and say, I want to, want to invest even more of my time into this. I want to develop my contacts and my network and my marketing and get the word out that I really love doing this specifically this. Right. Yeah. And I think that's important for somebody who is trying to, to grow a business, you yeah. know, find somebody that you can partner with, you know, that mm. has shared likes um, and, you know, grow together. And I think that that's very important and what we need to do today. You know, you can't do it by yourself. Mm. Um, so find a partner, you know, find something that goes and complements you and go out and, and grow it and make it something that's that could be big. Yeah. So good. Uh, do you have a favorite place that you go to, Melinda? I do have a favorite place. Italy would absolutely be my favorite country. Um, I love the Portofino, Santa Margarita area. Mm. Um, there's pictures all over my house of just that because <laughs> it's so colorful. You see, you know, the houses on the cliffs and things like that. I just absolutely love that area. Mm. Um, but you know, there's nothing wrong with London. I love London, you know, um, I mean, just, oh, I'm just, I'm going to South Africa in December and I'm so, so looking forward to that. Um, so, I mean, they're all different and they're all varied, mm. you know, but it's fun. Life is short. Go out and have some fun. That's right. So 
if speaking about like having fun and going on our dream trips, what is your dream trip, Melinda? What what do you see as something that you you really want to do, a place you really want to go to that maybe you haven't gone to or just an experience that you want to have that you haven't had yet? I'm really looking forward to the South Africa trip. We're mm. going to go on safari uh, up in the Kruger National Park. We're going to go see Victoria Falls and we're going to go to Cape Town. And in Cape Town, of course, I'm going to go wine tasting. Yeah. So to me, that's the joy of travel. It's a little bit of this and a little bit of that. It's got it all. Um, I have to say that that's definitely a dream vacation. I've wanted to go to South Africa for quite some time now. That's awesome. So, so mm -hmm. cool. Um, so with people booking something with you, booking a travel experience with mm -hmm. you, the best way would be to send you a message to schedule a conversation. Yeah. Then you can guide and facilitate them to creating the, the trip and the experience of uh, that they truly desire. That's absolutely true. So you can, you can email me, you can phone me. If you're in the area, you can stop by. Um, I'd be happy to meet you anywhere, any of those things yeah. um, to help somebody. And, you know, as an offer for, for everybody listening, if you would like to have me help you plan a trip, um, there's no cost to you. Um, I can, you know, spend a couple hours on it, um, planning something perfect for you, and there's no obligation. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, no, that's that's amazing. I think that's that just speaks to the confidence of what you you do and the service that you provide. Saying I, I'm so confident this is going to be an amazing experience for you that like I'm willing to put all this time and energy up front to make this dream experience. And I, I think it's really really cool and also shows how how much you love to serve people to help design that experience. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I'm a, so, I'm a give, give it back kind of a person. Yeah. 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 That's great. Melinda. I'm, I'm curious in terms of the, the future, like what do you see as the evolution of your, your travel um, business and being an advisor? Do you see any, any new skills, new arenas or um, projects that you're excited to take on or, uh, you know, future plans that you're, you're excited about? So um, again, I'm very excited about winery and culinary tours. Um, I'm getting to know more people. I'm getting to know more wineries. So I'm looking forward to expanding um, in that way. Um, I don't know, man. It's all good. Yeah. Everything's good. Um, uh, you know, my biggest challenge probably, though, is social media. Mm. And I'm lucky that I have somebody who manages my website and they also do all my Facebook um, post for me, um, that comes with my monthly fee and that's good, but I've started to venture out into Instagram now. Mm. And so I'm responsible for doing that and for learning that. And so I just think that that's probably my challenge as somebody who's a little bit older, who didn't really grow up, uh, with yeah. social media, um, to get used to, because that's really, that is how it's going to work in the yeah. future. Um, people do, like social media. Yep. So I have to become an expert in it. Um, and so that's, that's my challenge, um, to do that. And then just to stay up on top of all the trends and, and all of that stuff. 
it's a lot of work. It yeah. is. It yes. is. <laughs> but it's all good. It's all good. It's, yes. it's a lot of. It's exciting. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of work. Uh, but I think at the end of our our life, we'll look back and say, "Wow, look at how much I grew. Look at how many people I was able to serve and reach because of the time and the energy that I invested into these different skills," which I think mm -hmm. is is uh, super super important. And I wanted to begin wrapping up, Linda, with just re redefining, or if we haven't covered it yet, like what makes travel advisors different specifically what sets you apart from other travel advisors so there's some people who only do it part-time i'm full-time mm -hmm. um into this i also like i said i intend conferences i go to monthly meetings tonight i'm going to um uh, ireland uh, meeting where all these suppliers are from ireland they're going to come and and display their goods and tell you about what they offer and things like that. So I go off to these meetings all the time. Um, it, you know, just staying on top of things, mm. you know? Um, yeah, it's, I don't know that that's what I do. Yeah. That's, yeah. I think that that's really important because in travel industry, people don't have to necessarily go keep working on themselves and develop themselves and no. stay up to date with all these these connections. They might just say, "Hey, I can I can plan your trip. Like I I know what I know. I'm I I know right. all I need to know, and I, I got you. You know, and and right. that yeah, might work. Of, mm -hmm. Yeah, that might work to some mm -hmm. degree. And who who do I want to work with? I want to work with someone who's like on the cutting edge, so to speak, of the industry, learning all the latest travel hacks and ways to save time, money, and energy and making sure that I'm having the best experience possible, knows all the, the best connections and resources in each place that I'm going to go. So I think that that's really, really important that you're constantly uh, growing yourself and, and growing your connections. That's really cool, Melinda. So I want to wrap it up with how can people stay connected with you? How can they have a conversation with you? Uh, what are their next steps? Melinda, just reiterate that. Okay, so you can reach out uh, on Facebook. Mm -hmm. um, uh, you can send me an email. You can call me. Um, we can set up a meeting. We can do any of those things that work out best for you. Um, mm -hmm. Anything. So I, my contact information is there. Please reach out. Um, I'm, I'm willing to even if you just want to ask a question, you know, I'll be happy to answer you. Um, so just, you know, if you just want to call and talk about travel, I can talk about travel 24 seven. So, I mean, if you just want to talk travel, you know, um, I can do that too. Yeah. So I'm here for you. Um, any questions, anything I can do to help. Um, and if I don't know, I'll go find out. Mm. Um, I'm, I, I definitely don't know all the answers. I, uh, you can try your best. Um, but you got to realize that you can't know everything and you just need to know where you can go and get those answers. So that's what I do. I, I will help you plan the most fantastic trip ever. Beautiful. And they can find you on Facebook, Melinda uh, Jarrell, I believe is how you pronounce your last name. Is that correct? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Melinda Jarrell or under Winter Destination. Okay. Yep. So Melinda, M-E-L-I-N-D-A, last name, J-A-R-R-E-L-L. -L, and then also Melinda at winnerdestination.com. They can shoot you an email yes. and connect with you there. And Melinda, let's drive it home with one final takeaway about adventure, about travel. What do you really want our audience to leave this conversation with? Um, 
you know, travel doesn't even have to be out of the United States. Mm. You know, we talked a lot about Europe and Bali and other places, but, you know, California, for instance, is a beautiful state. You know, you do not need to travel far and wide. You can still discover things in your backyard. Um, So don't think that you have to spend a lot of money. There's a lot of things you can do for free out there. Um, But just go out and explore it and just don't let life pass you by, you know, go out and and try something new. Mm. Um, You know, again, I I know I've said it, but life is short and every place I've never been is a place I want to go. And that is my motto. And then people ask me, that's what I tell them. That's beautiful. Melinda, I love it. You are a superstar. Thank you for providing this Thank gift you. to so many people, helping them to, to get outside of their comfort zone, to have enjoyable, epic adventures and uh, experiences that really thrill them to life. I think it's it's really awesome what you're doing. And uh, thank you for reminding people that we we don't, it's it's not, in my in my opinion, it's not our best and highest interest to just stay in one spot for, for the rest of life. Like get outside of our comfort zone, go travel, go explore, go see new lands, new cultures, new people, because that will create so much richness in our lives. And I you agree with that melinda and i appreciate, 100%. appreciate you being here you're just a, a rock star doing amazing things so thank you for being here and i hope you have an amazing rest of your day and we'll see you soon okay thank you so much all right you take care uh, from the bottom of my heart thank you for tuning in right now we've reached the end of this episode but this is the start of a whole new beginning Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self? Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.EmployeeEscapePlan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, beyourgps.com and send me some love on social media. If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow and take massive action, head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, master yourself, create your reality, and make every day your best day ever.